Guys, welcome to the Drive In Podcast. I'm Lamont. And I am Alex. And we watch bad movies. So you don't have to. But today we don't have a movie. Today we got what we like to call how we honor. We like to give people flowers. We, so today we're going to do a ring of honor for one of our, you know, one of our fallen heroes, one of the, the legends of the game right. that passed away recently. We're talking about Sidney Poitier. Uh, Cat Island, Bahamas native. Bahamian. He's a Bahamian native. One of our first, first leading black men in cinema. Um, like we put our generation puts Denzel Washington on the pedestal, but those before him, you had Ossie Davids and Sidney Poitier and Harry Belafonte. Those were the stronger presence in uh, cinema back before there was a Denzel Washington, before there was a Wesley Snipes or any type of black leading man in a in a serious or dramatic role, these guys stood out. And Sidney Poitier was like the Top Gun back in that time. That's right. Like I <clears throat> I I don't know when he when I heard that he passed away, I was like, well, this is a legend. Like this guy is basically the blueprint. To all, to the Denzels, to the Chadwicks, to right. everything that we see here. And not only did he do those serious movies, right? He did like Uptown Saturday Night, oh like the, the movies with Cosby, like the black exploitation films. Like right. he was, like he did a little, he was like a man of all things. He could do a little bit of everything. And that's to me, that's what set him apart from everybody else. Not only could he do the serious stuff, the Blackbird Jungle, the Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, the stuff like that. He could also make you laugh, and that's why I feel like like he's a he's a legend for sure. Yeah, yeah, and I know we're gonna get into it as far as his uh, catalog of, of great films that he did, but he even did a western, man. He he directed and a and starred in a western, which yeah. was a great film, by the way. It's one of those films that if you had like a older uncle father that loved westerns. Mm. This would be one of the ones that they made you watch. Like Buck and the Preacher yes. was one of those ones that, that you like, hey, sit down, watch, be quiet, and we're going to watch this. But I want to watch. No, uh, we're going to watch this. And we watch those films. And as you get older, you get a, a, a great appreciation for it. But man, um, where we're going to hop in, man? Where, well, where we're going to start. Well, as we're gonna, as... we'll start at the beginning, but also I like, I like what you said. Let's give him props as a director, because looking at his director reel, when you talk yeah. about Buck, Buck and the Preacher, Uptown Saturday Night, Let's Do It Again, a piece of the action, the action stir yeah. crazy, fast forward, Ghost Dad, like he, come he was on, a, bro, like just as a director, you throw him in the Hall of Fame for that. Yeah, he's the blueprint. He's the blueprint. Of, that's what everybody aspired to be, and nobody really gave him his props during his time. I mean, you give him, you gave him his props, but. Like we put these guys, oh, such and such as an actor is moving to the director's seat. Like we we gave everybody their props when Denzel did it in Fences or or 
Um, who else uh, was a, a good actor and got uh, uh, Regina, Regina, you're, Regina, yeah, Regina, Regina, my Regina, <laughs> yeah, Regina, Regina King, yeah, when Regina King gets behind behind the director uh, seat. It's like we 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 now know to, like you said at the top of the show, uh, give flowers while they're alive. But these guys, I mean, Sidney Poitier was knocking it out the park. Back in the fifties, in the sixties, in the seventies, like that's three strong decades, bro. Yeah, dude, he started in the forties. Like it's crazy. Like he is a legend. So let's jump in this filmography now. It's gonna be hard. Okay, <laughs> it's gonna be hard to pick ten. It's gonna be a long run. Long it's gonna, it's run. gonna be hard to pick ten, but we gotta pick ten. And you go know, and please be mindful, like of the generation we come from, to where like a lot of these films, like our parents and grandparents had to cook us on, put get us on to. But mm-hmm. a lot of these are like these are performances are timeless. Right. So it doesn't matter how old you are, you can still appreciate the talent. So yeah. let's go in. Uh, we go. We pick ten. We go through his filmography. We pick ten, and then so we have some honorable mentions and whatnot. So okay. let's. What about? Uh, <laughs> this is way before our time. But what about No Way Out when he played Doctor Ruth, uh, Doctor Luther Brooks? I never saw that particular film. Nah, that, for me, let's start. Uh, you know what, Black Boy Jungle. That's a that's probably 19, 1955. He played Gregory M. The Gregory W. Miller. Okay. Black Boy Jungle. I you you you're in the right decade, but I, I wasn't <laughs> like you need to come up a little bit further. All right, like, let, uh, let's see here, uh, cause he oh. I, this this go definitely goes in for me. This is one of the one of the ones my dad told me about the Defiant Ones. Yo, he plays Noah Cullen, and this let movie me t- has oh. been remade and remade and remade. This film, we studied this in film class. Like it was one of those films that was a landmark. Go where? Pineville. Let's head for Pineville. Pineville South. I don't go south. I should know a girl in Pineville. If she's still there, we get this broke now. Come on. And then what? I'm a strange-colored man in a white south town. How long you think before they pick me up? Get off my back. I ain't married to you. Now, what do I care? Come on! You married to me, all right, Joker. And here's the ring. But I ain't going south on no honeymoon now. We going north. As far as storytelling and the angle of the storytelling that they had. So you got, you got two prisoners that escape. And you got a white man and a black man chained together in, like, not even Jim Crow South. Like this is <laughs> this, <laughs> this is, is like Jim Crow Daddy South. <laughs> right, right. This is the this is the big brother to Jim Crow. Like they and they try to escape, but they build a relationship in the process of trying to get away. I mean, there's one scene in there, <laughs> and shout out to uh Friday because they I think they did a nod to that when uh Debo and his brother was uh, chained together, and he's like, you trying to get me to break a chain with a brick? <laughs> because in that film, Sidney Poitier character, and uh, I forgot the other Tony, guy's Tony, name. Tony Curtis. Tony Curtis, yes. Yeah, Tony Curtis. They they sit up and try to break up um, a chain with, with, a, with a rock. With a brand new suit and a silk shirt. And I'll be Charlie Potatoes. Charlie Potatoes coming down the street. With a Panama hat and a good-looking guy. Come on, boy, you got a free arm. Come on, boy, hit it. Come on, boy, hit it now. Boy. Yeah, hit it. Yes, a boy. Hit it. 
No more Yazapas. And both uh, talk, Tony talks about how when he gets gets away, he's gonna do this stuff like wear wear a nice suit and have a have a Panama Jack hat and a, and have a nice girl walking down the street. And the whole thing, Sidney Portier was mad about was he was like, when I get loose, I don't have to say yes or boss anymore. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is so strong. I mean, the way they shot it, they had had them beating the chain in the foreground, but they were had to focus on them in the midground. I mean, it was it was it's a great film. Uh, anybody that's a filmmaker, anybody that's a storyteller, go and and pick this one out of the crates and watch it in well, depth yeah. with with your strong eye. Well, it won it won best cinematography. Like you said, the cinematography yeah. was amazing. Both Curtis and Poitier were nominated for Academy Awards. Wow. And, and they had the best supporting actor and actors nominated for Academy Awards. So, like, this was a really, you know, well-received film. And again, like I said, it's been remade and remade. Like, we've seen, yeah. like, this is like 48 hours. Like, this is like, yeah, uh, yeah like, life. Stir like, crazy. Stir like, crazy. Uh, you, you, you get two major characters that are of different races, and they have to come together to get away from something, but they learn so much from each other, and and I love that whole build of the story. Yeah, so like I really dug it. So for me, that's got to go on the list. For yeah, me. yeah. The fine now, ones is in there. So okay, the fine ones now. Nineteen fifty eight. I'm not a fan of musicals, but I can. Mm, this is Porgy and Bess. Was it fifty eight or fifty nine? It was 50. I have 58. Well, I'm sorry, 59. 59. Okay. 1959, yeah. Porgy and Bess. Right. That's up there with Carmen and all those. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a fan of musicals, but Sydney was in it. So, you know, Porgy and Bess. And, you know, that's one of those Broadway films that they tried to adapt to um, Hollywood on the big screen. So, but it was one of his 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 strong runs. So, Okay, I wouldn't gonna, say I wouldn't I would say put it on the on the, we'll put on it on the back side. burner. We'll put it yeah, on the put side. it on the side, let it simmer a little bit. <laughs> maybe maybe it'll hop into the list. Okay, all right, then let's jump up. Then this one's gotta go in. 1961, a raisin in the sun. Baby, don't nothing happen for you in this world unless somebody gets paid off. Walter, leave me alone. Eat your eggs, you're gonna be cold. The man say to his woman, I got me a dream. She says, Eat your eggs, they're getting cold. Man say to his woman, help me now to take a hole in this world somehow. And she says, eat your eggs and go to work. I tell you, I got to change my life because I'm choking to death. And all you say to me is eat these eggs. Bro, come on. Come on now. We could probably, we could probably I, I hate that the fact that, that I hate the fact that Sean P. Diddy Combs tried to do it and it was horrible. This is business. Don't nothing happen in this world unless somebody's getting paid. Walter, eat your eggs. That's it? Eat your eggs. Because yeah. Sidney Poitier's character, and this was good times before there was a good times. Yeah. Like, this family was all packed up in this one bedroom apartment trying to make it. And this guy with his dreams of trying to get out of the ghetto, yeah. it's, it's, it's one of those timeless stories. Like, the struggle is real. So, Raising in the Sun, for me, is like top five, if we put it in this list. It's top five. Yeah, Sydney like forty eight films. Like I, I, it's just one of one of the best films of the time. And again, P Diddy, you know, should should like 
Nah. 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 <laughs> Step away. I mean, if you're going to try something, do, I mean, stick to the comedies first. Yeah. But, nah. Nah, but yeah. like, but look at his cast, though, bro. You got Ruby D in it. You yeah. got uh, Lou Gossett Jr. in the piece. Like, Roy Glenn. Like, it's just a strong, strong cast. And even it resonates today. Like, if you yeah. look at it now, like, those themes are timeless. So, yeah. It's that, 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 that story of a young man trying to do right by his family, trying to get it, get, you know, financially stable, and he just keeps getting knocked back. Every two steps he makes, he gets knocked back three. And and that's that film. It's like it's a timeless story. And when you have Sidney Portier and Ruby D playing off of each other, what, yeah. what I mean, that's greatness, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's that's greatness. That's greatness for sure. All right. Uh he did another musical called Paris Blues in 61. Uh, that's, that's a no, yeah, that's a no for me. Uh and I think the the next one that jumps out to me is the one uh Patch of Blue in '65. Okay, when he uh between uh, is between a literate blind blind eighteen year old girl. Yeah, that one like that just showed his range. I really, I don't know. I really like that film. That's one of the ones like I said, my father hooked me up on because like a lot of these were like before my time. But when you wanted mm-hmm. to study film and you want to get in a film, you have to study Portier. So yeah, uh, and that and that I mean that showed him as a leading role and as quote unquote. A sex symbol, like they were like, okay, this guy is is swooing. I mean, he's crossing the barriers now. This is a handsome <laughs> black man. This, yeah. this is this is our fear. He's an educated, handsome black man that dresses well. Because in every, it seems like for me, every Sydney Portier, whenever he shows up, he always got this black string tie and a black jacket and a white shirt in every film. I mean, from the heat of the night to, <laughs> to yeah. uh, look who's coming to. To dinner, like he's he's always this well put together black man that represents us well. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I like that he he's like the prototype. So uh, yeah, we gonna, are we gonna go with? Yeah, I, I would Blue? say put that one in in the ten. Okay, I almost forgot, man. Wait, wait a minute. What about Lilies in the Field? Let's Lilies in the Field with I, the nuns. Remember, he was uh right. Yeah. <laughs> Now we stand up. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't know. That, I would probably choose between those two because it, he won Best Actor for Lilies in the Field. Right. He, won the, he won the Academy Award. So I think we've got to go with that one. Okay, Lilies in the Field. I, I got that down. Cool. Well, it's, it's English lesson time. I build a chapel. I build a chapel. You build a chapel. You build a chapel. Oh, we build a chapel. We build a chapel. He built a chapel. Amen. 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 Okay, but also, uh, what's what's the one with the uh, blind girl? Uh, Pat, wait, sorry, Pat, Pat. a patch of blue. Yeah, a patch of blue. We could put that one on the side and. Uh, Bring that one back in. Let's see. Uh, man, his filmography is crazy. Yeah. Oh, this one's got to go in now. Now, wait a minute. Now, we talked about Westerns. In 66, he did Duel at Diablo. Did you ever see that? I've never seen Duel at Diablo. Duel at Diablo. Okay, well, 67, To Serve With Love. Mm. I remember this one. This was. Uh, it's the same racial issues that he always tackles, you know. 
Like Sydney's always trying to bring humanity to to us. In nineteen five now, we're with let me see one two three. We got three and we got two on the back burner. Yeah, we got three. Okay, and this one has to go in nineteen sixty seven. The heat of the night. In the heat of the night. I was visiting my mother. I came in on the 1235 from Brownsville. I was waiting to go out on the 405. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, you just killed yourself a white man, just about the most important white man we got around here, and picked yourself up a couple of hundred dollars. I earned that money, 10 hours a day, seven days a week. Colored can't earn that kind of money, boy. Hell, that's more than I make in a month. Now, where did you earn it? Philadelphia. Mississippi? Pennsylvania. Now, just what do you do up there, little old Pennsylvania, earn that kind of money? I'm a police officer. The slap Come on, that Come was on. heard across the world. Yes. Bro... When he came in, Virgil Tibbs, man. <laughs> they call me Mr. Tibbs. <laughs> yes. Bro, when he came in. Good, Lesby. Yeah. You saw it. I saw it. But what are you going to do about it? And that got that 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 green room, or whatever the garden room. The guy was in a yeah. I remember he was in the garden room. Yeah. And that dude hauled off and slapped him, and he slapped him back, and your boy <laughs> was in the corner like, oh, what just happened? <laughs> what am I do? <laughs> I'm stuck because this guy is my superior. He's a, he, <laughs> but I can't do nothing to him. But this this is a white man in my in my jurisdiction, so I'm stuck like duck. Dude, this that controversial scene, it just got a rise out of America. Or well, it got a rise out the world. Cause when people saw that, and this is the first time a black man ever just fought back in a film. Yeah. So like 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 we said, Sydney always crosses that race line and he does it with such grace. I mean, he he didn't he didn't go into him, he didn't go into a full Fist to cuff, he gave no, he, just he gave it just what he gave him. He gave it right. right back. He gave it right back, and that signaled something in the culture. It was like, you know what, that is right. Yeah, you just ain't. I ain't just gonna because, like, like we say, here to far. Uh, <laughs> here to far has always been. Well, you got to do what the good Christian thing is and turn the other cheek. Nope, he, nope. He, he took that other cheek with him. He's like, I got my, I got your cheeks. You know, I'm gonna, yeah. get, I'm gonna get mine. So that film, which it was so good that it sparked a TV series that every every grown every child when they visit their grandmother had to watch Heat of the Night. If it, yeah. if it wasn't if it wasn't Heat of the Night, it was a uh, Texas Walker Ranger. So yeah, like, true, true. <laughs> that film was a great film. I would definitely put that in ten, man. Yeah, but like. Definitely, and then like I said, Mr. Tibbs, he was like the first yeah. first superhero. Like he yeah. was legit a good guy 
that was just trying to do right, and it, it just he was fighting it on all sides. So right, that, that definitely goes in. Well, listen, the next one, no, wait, the same year, same year. Yeah, sixty-seven was a good 67, year. Sixty-seven. Guess who's coming to dinner? Come on now, you listen to me. You say you don't want to tell me how to live my life. So what do you think you've been doing? You tell me what rights I've got or haven't got and what I owe to you for what you've done for me? Let me tell you something. I owe you nothing. If you carried that bag a million miles, you did what you were supposed to do. Because you brought me into this world. And from that day, you owed me everything you could ever do for me, like I will owe my son if I ever have another. But you don't own me. Yeah. Who was it? Uh, not Jane Fonda. What is the woman's name? She played. She played. She was in. Uh, Catherine. It's Catherine Hepburn and Spencer Tracy. They were a couple. Right. They were yeah. a couple. They were a couple in the movie, and Tracy died not too long after after this film was was shot and released. Mm-hmm. But uh, just the dialogue. There's so many great scenes in this film when he's when he's talking to his dad. Like when his mm-hmm. dad's talking about, I carried the mail, so you and you could focus on your books. And then Sydney jumps in, and I'm not gonna do it good to Sydney, but Sydney is like, you you did that because you had to, because you brought me into this world. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many great scenes in this, and the fact that it literally took place in one place, like there's no special yeah. effects. Like we're in like three rooms. This right. is basically a stage play. We're doing this in three rooms, and all these actors are like just killing it. Now nowadays. You know, it wouldn't be that big a deal, whatever. But right. like for the time, like this was a groundbreaking, man. Yeah, for man. for you to for you to bring a a African American guy home to meet your parents, and we're yeah. talking like rich white parents, you know. So and then well off black people, like this was a really just a really really good film. And then like again, it's been remade. It's been the Bernie Mac one with yeah. Axel Kutcher. Like it's been done and done again. But the right. original. It don't get better than this one, and 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 I love the the dynamics that they showed in it. Yeah, Isabel Sanford, who played Wheezy in uh the Jeffersons, <laughs> they showed the dynamic of okay, she was the maid, but here comes this black dude, and she's giving him a hard time. Like, yes. why why are you in here messing with these good people? <laughs> I know, I know. And it was like she gave him such a hard time. And all he was doing was trying to be a good dude to this girl, man. He liked the girl. The girl liked him. And it was just this culture shock that Sidney does. He does culture shocks. Like, he's he he just gets a rock, skip it across the water, and those ripples happen. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it was a great cast to put together, bro. Well, listen, you got Catherine Hepburn won the Academy Award for that. Mm. Uh, they got the best. They got the best picture nomination, best director nomination. Spencer Tracy nominated for best actor, and he had passed away by the time the Academy Awards came around. Mm. I don't know it's just a. There were so many really good thought out scenes, and it, especially the scene with Tracy and uh and uh Portier's father, just talking about how like you're not gonna have trouble with me. Like the world is gonna give you trouble, but right. you won't have trouble here at home. And I thought that was. That was kind of cool. That's all you can ask for. Like, I yeah, know man. the world's going to be against me, but if you guys are for me, then maybe I'll be all right. Yeah. 
So like that that one has to go in. Yeah. For sure. All right. He did a night then. Uh he took some L's. Yeah. yeah. Hey, he took some L's. like yeah, all of them can't be hits. And I and oh, it's nineteen seventy. <laughs> they call me Mr. Tibbs. Yeah. It, it was the second installment in a trilogy. So this mm-hmm. was this was <clears throat> Heat of the Night came first, and this one came in, uh, and then in '71 they did the organization. So right. I didn't real, I did not realize that that was a trilogy. Right, that was that was the 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 clean cut shaft or like, <laughs> the black was, exploitation, Mister right, <laughs> right, right. So it's like you have this character who's a detective and solving these cases, and he is killing it. Everywhere, I mean that line within itself. They call me Mister Tibbs. It's like one of the <laughs> Bernie Mac made it hilarious in the movie Soul Soul Man. But uh, that 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 character of Vir- was Virgil Tibbs. Virgil Tibbs, yeah. It's like one of those prototypes. Like after him, you have uh, clean cut uh, detectives that come up. You have. Uh, Bill Cosby with I Spy and all that type of stuff that comes Dude, up. You got I Spy. Then you got your boy uh, Crockett and Tubbs. Like, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Miami Vice. Miami you have Vice, all these New York guys. Yeah. Right. So he was, he, we can't say enough about this guy. This guy was the prototype. Okay. Well, I don't know. I think, I think we got to keep, uh, I don't think Mr. Tibbs, they call me Mr. Tibbs, makes it because, uh, we got to keep the heat, uh, the in the heat of the night. I think, right. uh, I out think of the, the three end, movies, that's the best one. Yeah, in the heat of the night was was like the the cornerstone. So we just used that, and then it just encompass uh, Mister. They call me Mister. Tibbs in the organization. All right, now listen. This one, this year, these years, these seventies. This might take up most of the list. This is what we're gonna have some hard choices. Yeah, okay? this this is where he shine. <laughs> in the seventies, he killed it. Like all right, seventy two. We got Buck and the Preacher. I say you got to. I, I I say it's on the list. It's on the Buck, list. You Wait, got me. two strong strong black guys in this one, man. You got Harry Belafonte and and uh, Sidney Poitier. We gonna just ride and sometime walk in their bank and just take it. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> Playing off of each other, and it's a western. Like you, you, you don't do you don't do better than that, bro. We already got five, so we're gonna we're gonna put Bucket the Preacher in. I would say put Bucket the Preacher in. Okay. All right. All right, and then let's go uh, seventy four. Uptown Saturday Night. Hmm. Come on. Uh. Okay, uh, it's going wait, in. Wait, there. wait, wait, wait. It's okay, going wait. in there, but we wait, probably let, have let. to do it like we did in the heat of the night because Uptown Saturday Night. Let's do it again. Yeah, let, let's let's go through all of these. Wait a minute, let's go. Okay, we got Uptown Saturday Night. Mm-hmm. Let's do it again. A piece of the action. Mm-hmm. Which one of those? I don't um, think we can get them all in. I would say Uptown Saturday one. Night. Okay, Uptown Saturday Night. That was the one with uh, Jimmy Walker in it, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's the first one. Yes, <laughs> I think Uptown Saturday Night 
definitely goes in. So Uptown Saturday Night is Madame Zenobia. Yes, uh, you up interrupted the best role I ever had. I think, that, <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that's it. You, you remember that line, right? <clears throat> Great film, man. That and Little Seymour and Big I Percy. Mean, with just the names, you guys. Uh, what, Silky Slim, Geechee Dan. Right. <laughs> yeah, so like Leggy and, Peggy. Yeah, Leggy Peggy. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got... um. Because Henry Belafonte was was Geechee Dan. Yes. And so that was the one where they had that crazy chase scene at the church picnic. <laughs> they were playing bass. They got along. They got along at the church picnic. But then they, they pulled out the guns and got to shoot. Yeah. Uptown said, gosh. Uh, yeah, you get those two mixed up because they're such great films. So Uptown goes in, and we could probably... I'm a milkman. You're a factory worker. We don't look like nobody who come up with no $20,000. We gonna look like we got a million. Bungo Slade from New York, huh? That's right. Biggie Smalls. You wanna see me? Yeah, I wanna see you. About what? Bungo Slade. I'm from out of New York City. I'm here, my boys. Wanna make a bet. Let's do it again. Yeah, let's do it again. Gotta go in. Gotta go in, cause yeah, cause that's the one with yeah. Jimmy Walker plays the boxer. Yeah, yeah. So that's got in Kansas City. Oh, Kansas City Mac is uh, John Amos. Jane. Yeah, John yeah. Amos. Kevin Lockhart's Biggie Smalls. You get Bootney Farms. Bootney Farms. Yes. Yes. And uh, you got Billy. You got Billy G. Uh. Oh man, Billy Eckstein. Like it was just a whole bunch of like a who's who of black Hollywood back then. Yeah, man. And and Bill Cosby, bro. I God. Mess it up for everybody. Come on, bro. <laughs> Come, on, Come on, Bill. Come on, Bill. Like well, Bill is on that level. Like in, like let's just just on his work alone, the work he did with I Spy, then the these movies, and then the Cosby show. Like right. it's, just, it's just a shame, but yeah. Definitely on that level right now. So I mean, Ozzy Davis was in this film, bro. It's uh, this is a great film. So we've got. Let's go through our list right now. For for we got the Defiant Ones. That's right. One. A Racing in the Sun. Two. Mm-hmm. Lilies and Lilies in the Field. Three. Mm-hmm. Heat of the Night. Four. Guess gotcha. who's coming? Guess who's coming to dinner? Five. Mm-hmm. Buck and the Preacher. Six. Uptown Saturday Night. Seven. Let's do it again. Eight. We got okay. space. Space we got for two space more. For two more. Okay, good. We're two good. More. We're good. We're good. Two more. So the trilogy on that one would be a piece of the action. I mean, yeah. I just it's just dope that they got together and they did these movies. But uh, that's probably my least favorite of the ones. Yeah. But I just love you know they knocked them out. Uh, this is like in '88. He did shoot to kill. 
mm-hmm. a buddy cop movie. Uh, you know, it was okay, wasn't great. Uh, Little Nikita, I remember this one with River Phoenix and Sidney Poitier. Mm-hmm. I think that because River he, gone too soon. Yeah. Separate, separate but equal. Uh, we talked about Brown versus the Board of Education. Uh, and Sydney played Thurgood Marshall. This was in 91. And then Sneakers in 92. And then he started just doing bit parts. He did the Jackal. He was like yeah. a bit, bit part in the Jackal. And then uh, in 2008 was his last movie. And it was just a darn Rickle project where he played himself. You're right. And if we're gonna hold on, uh, yeah, and I almost forgot the television movie he did, Mandela and the Clerk, when he played Mandela in '97. Mm. I remember that. And uh, so we got a spot for two more. So let me see here. What do you think? What are two do you think we we'll should probably go? have to go? We're gonna have to go to the back burner, man, and and pick one of those. Um, I would say to serve with love's guy. I'd say to serve with love goes in and a patch of blue. A patch of blue, my bad. Yeah. yeah. To serve with love and a patch of blue. So let's run off our top ten. All right. All For right. Sydney Portier, we got to serve with love, mm-hmm. one, a patch of blue, two, the defiant ones, three, mm-hmm. brazen in the sun, four, mm-hmm. uh, lilies in the field, five. Heat of the Night, six. Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, seven. Bucking the Preacher, eight. Uptown Saturday Night, Uptown Saturday Night, nine. And let's, uh, and let's do let's it again. Do it, let's do it again, ten. Now, of all of those, what's your favorite? What is, When you think of Sidney Poitier, what jumps out to you? Um, I would have to say let's, uh, let's do it again. Because I'm a comedy guy. I love comedies. Uh-huh. Uh, but knowing him for those very serious roles to see his range in that film, because like, wait a minute, well, I don't know, because I get because I get those two mixed up, Uptown Saturday Night and Let's Do It Again. The scene where he comes in, where him and Bill Cosby come in and try to get Little Seymour to come out. Now, now listen here, y'all. I'm looking for a. Corny little runt named Seymour Pettigrew. I know you're in here, Seymour, so come on out. I hear you so ugly till the sun refused to shine every time you come out. You so ugly till it's against the law in 20 states to marry you. Yeah, that's this, Steve. You cook it. You just keep on talking. He's in here somewhere. And just remember, I got your back. <laughs> Pure yes. comedy genius. Like, Bill Cosby goes in, rough all these people up. Like, yeah, yeah, he gonna come out now. You gotta knock a couple people down in order to show them you ain't playing. And then he puts Sidney Portier up to start saying your mama jokes. In, <laughs> about little Seymour, so yeah. and then you have a, a legend within itself. You got Harold Harold Nicholas, uh, one part of 
dancing duo, the Nicholas Brothers. Yes. Who also played the uh, the instructor on uh, the Five Heartbeats. Five Heartbeats, yeah, yeah. Just as I thought. That ain't shit. Hold my game. Hold my game. Now pay attention. And you might learn something. <laughs> so you got him coming out doing this these karate moves, quote unquote. <laughs> And this big tower of a man named Big Percy come out and they tear up the whole place. Man, that scene to me sticks out so strong. Let's get a few things straight. Yes. First, whoever hits Zenobia is going to pay for it with the skin off the tail when I find out who it is. Because me and her is tight. And second, that story you just told me is bullshit. Because they were just running that hustle. They was trying to get the money back for uh whatever the uh the the Gleek not the Gleek Club, the uh the the Mace, the Shriners crew that they were with, like the sons and daughters of table or whatever. <laughs> so it's it's that scene for me, man, that made me fall in love with those two working together. That yeah. scene and then uh Let's do it again when Bill Cosby go into the table <coughs> while they eat. They have dinner. Kansas uh, City Slim Mac, is having dinner. Yeah. yeah, Kansas Kansas City Mac is having dinner. And he come in and got the gun and he trying to put the gun in his pants and, <laughs> and slide it down and then he toss him the money. It's like, oh God. Great, great work by those two. And just to like what you were telling me earlier, um, to hear that he directed Stir Crazy, like, yeah. come on, bro, that's a classic. Yeah, Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor together mm. in prison, crazy. Yeah, that's like he's just such a talent. Like, if I gotta, if I had to pick one, it would probably be the uh, the guest who's coming to dinner speech. You don't even know what I am, Dad. You don't know who I am. You don't know how I feel. What I think. And if I tried to explain it the rest of your life, you would never understand. I don't know. I just feel like Sidney is like he was who we aspired to be, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like he was, uh, I don't want to say post-racial, but he wanted cast to be measured on their, mer- on their merit. Right. When you saw him in a film, you was like, he wasn't the black actor. He was the actor. Right. And he was like, he was carrying that torch. And I feel like you look at him in every movie, even if the movie's bad, he has a sort of regalness about him, mm-hmm. and he always brought the heat. Yeah. And, and what do you think about, like, this, before he passed away, Chadwick Boseman and Kevin Hart were going to redo all in those movies. Oh, my gosh. Like, I, like yeah, because Hart would have been Cosby. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Chadwick would have been Portier. Portier, yeah. That would have been crazy. Because I feel like if you got anybody of this generation that was reminds me of Port City Portier is Chadwick. Yeah. And sad to say he's gone now. Right. This is the Ring of Honor for one of the greatest, bro. One of the greatest um, African-American male leads um, in film. Like, ever. And it's like, if we're talking, uh, we, I know we throw gold around a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, we're like... Uh, this is the goat. This is the goat. This dude is literally the goat. Yeah. Like when Denzel is getting his Academy Award. Oh, God is good. God is great. God is great. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you all. 
40 years I've been chasing Sydney, they finally give it to me. What they do? They give it to him the same night. Yeah, that line right there when he accepted the award, it's like, I can't catch him. He, he's just that great. Yeah, so when he's, he's the goat of goats. So, like, yeah. we just wanted to, you know, share our love, send our flowers out here. And a lot of films the cats probably hadn't seen, but we'd love for you guys to jump into and see because, like, he's one of the legends. And you got to, in order to appreciate where you are, you got to know where you came from. So, please exactly. go back and check out these 10 or, you know, some other 10 that you like. Like I said, we, we love Sidney Poitier, and we just wanted to give him his flowers. That's all. It's my theme music, Every Good Hero.